The following is being brought to you by Honor the Vow Ministries. Welcome to Rapid Fire, where we strive to help your marriage not only survive, but to thrive and be passionate. To achieve that objective, we go straight to the issues. No sugarcoating, no protecting egos, just toe-to-toe. I'm Robert Kosick, and I'll be your host. Welcome to Episode 67, Build Me Up. Well, it's been a while since the last podcast. Sorry for being out so long. Lots on my plate that I needed to focus on for a bit, but that's all behind me now, so back on track. This week, I want to focus on an area that has significant influence on the health and well-being of your marriage. Almost every couple deals with this to some degree or another. Some deal with it a lot, others only once in a rare while. I'm talking about words. Words are powerful things, and unfortunately, once they are out there, there's no taking them back. Sure, we can do and say things to minimize the damage, to get past the words, but you can never completely erase them. When it comes to words, several areas need to be addressed, such as before they ever even come out, what to do when they do come out, and how to get beyond what was said. I want to briefly look at each of these, but let me first give you two standards that you should lean on and strive to emulate in all aspects of your life. These standards have been around for a long time and will be around pretty much until the end of time. The first one is Proverbs 16, verse 24. Gracious words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul and health to the body. The second one, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 29. Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. Whether you are a person of faith or not, you should strive to exemplify these scriptures in your life. Look, I know those are easier said than done because of our pride, because we get hurt, and because our natural reaction is to attack when attacked. However, we need to understand just how deep words can cut or we will never break the cycle. So let's get back to the three areas that we need to address. First, let's talk about before the words ever come out. This area is critical and is the foundation to everything else. If we get this wrong, we'll be running backwards. They say that what comes out of the mouth comes straight from the heart. There's a lot of truth there. Someone who is discontented, bitter, and resentful will be easily angered and be cut deep by others' words and actions. And their response will be just as damaging. We all need to learn to be content with what we have and who we are. Now, that is not to say that we can't work on changing or doing better. What it does mean is that we are where we are, and to be bitter about it eliminates our drive to do something about it. The anger and bitterness will only paralyze us, so get over whatever it is that's holding you back and begin to forge ahead. If you are able to move forward, great. If not, then we need to learn to make the best of where we are. The second area is how to deal with words when they do come out. This is a pretty straightforward step. Simply forgive. We spoke about forgiveness in detail in a past episode, so I won't cover it again here. Just trust me on this one. Forgiveness is the only way to move forward and to put the hurt behind you. 
The last part follows on the heels of forgiveness, how to get past what was actually said. This step is a bit more involved. After forgiving the person, we need to dig a bit deeper into what was said to identify why it was said. Many times the subject of the words themselves are not the issue. There's something deeper going on. For example, if a wife says to her husband, you are so selfish, chances are pretty good that the real issue is that she is not feeling loved, maybe unappreciated for all that she does. You see, if you are selfish, that means that you never think of me, which of course is a selfish statement in itself. But selfishness is inherent in all relationships because we all have needs that we want to have met. Feeling loved and respected by our spouse is a huge need. And just for the record, being loved and feeling loved are two entirely different things. I can love my wife with all my heart, but if I don't express that love in a way that resonates with her, she will never feel loved. So to summarize, we need to first learn how to be content with ourselves then to love our spouse in such a way that we will be able to forgive them when they mess up and they can forgive us when we mess up. Lastly, we need to scale back on our selfishness a bit and devote some of that energy to meeting the needs of our spouses. If we can do those things, we will be less likely to blow off steam and our words will be much more encouraging, gracious, sweet, and will build each other up instead of tearing each other down. Have a blessed day, and I'll talk to you next week. Let's commit right here, right now, for now, forever, to do whatever it takes for as long as it takes. Put a stake in the ground, and let's do this. Rapid Fire is a ministry of Honor the Vow. To learn more about Rapid Fire, about the ministry, books we've authored, and other resources, and also to sign up for the weekly newsletter, visit honorthevow.com.